Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about water pressure. So, if you're living off-grid, you will need water pressure, right? So, let's talk about a couple of options, and I'll talk about the option that I utilize, um, and we'll go from there. So, what we're trying to do is create pressure so you can take a hot shower, um, you can run your sinks, you, you know, your kitchen sink, your bathroom sink, your toilet, um, your outside faucets and spigots, and all that good stuff. Now, without water pressure, a lot of that stuff just won't work, right? So let's talk about the options. The first option is a very low-tech, but very effective way of creating water pressure. And it's very simple. Basically, if you have a water tank of some sort that's holding all your water, you would put it up at an elevation higher than your faucets. So, if you can mount it on a hill that's behind you or on top of a platform or on your roof or anywhere that you can create elevation from the tank down to your faucet, you will start to create water pressure. The higher the tank is off the ground in correlation with your faucet, the more water pressure you'll get, you will get. There's also a little trick. If you take the piping that is coming from your water tank and you size the pipe up in a bigger size. So it's very tempting to use a small, you know, um, pipe because it's cheap, it's easy to lay, it's easy to install. But it's counterproductive. What you really want to do is have your tank sitting as high as possible. Because remember, the higher you can get it, the more water pressure you will achieve. But also the pipe size. If you can install the, the biggest pipe that you can get, that's going to be very beneficial because you will have more volume and more flow that's going to be down at your faucet. So a lot of times what people will do is they'll mount their water tank up higher and then they will use a pipe, maybe a PVC pipe, for example, that is maybe three, four inches or even two inches in diameter. And then it'll get reduced down by your faucet. You can reduce it down to three-quarter inch or half inch. And that will create more pressure. Okay? So that is one way to create water pressure. Now, the other way of creating water pressure, option number two, is actually having a pump. A basic pump is a basic water pump. Um, they come in 12-volt DC, they come in 24-volt, 48-volt DC, and then they also come in 120-volt AC, right? So you have a couple of options there as far as your water pump. But the type of water pump that you're looking for in this instance is a on-demand water pump. Basically, it has a diaphragm in it, and it has a pressure sensor, okay? And the way it works is... Once you hook it up in line, in your so in your you know your water line, 
Um, this is assuming that you cannot mount your water tank up high. You know, this is maybe saying that you just don't have the option of mounting your water tank in a higher elevation. Then what you're going to have to do is pull the water at the same elevation. So we're using a water pump to achieve the water pressure. But if you get a pump that has the diaphragm and a water sensor, the, the pressure sensor in it, um, the basically the way it works is when you hook it up and you hook it up to your water line, it will automatically create anywhere between 40 to 60 PSI. And that pressure is varied by the um, style and brand of pump that you purchase. So when you purchase a pump, um, be sure to look at first the voltage on it, the uh, if it's DC or AC. Then also look and see what type of water pressure it supplies because not all water pumps are the same. Okay. So you're going to want to make sure you look for a water pump that's going to be adequate for your needs. So for an example, on my home, I have a water pump that creates 60 PSI on demand. So once you hook it up in line and you put power to the pump, the pump will turn on for a little bit just to create that pressure in the line. Because from the water pump to your faucet will always be 60 PSI. In my case, it is. So that line is pressurized. Now, the second that you turn on your faucet or flush your toilet or take a shower, the, pre the pressure in that line will drop because you're opening up the valve to relieve water. The pump will sense that the water pressure is not 60 PSI. And the pump will now turn on to try to create that 60 PSI again, right? So basically, she is now pumping and trying to produce all that pressure that you need. Now, what happens is, is that when you turn off the water faucet, the pump turns off, but it also maintains the 60 PSI. So as you turn your faucet on and off, the pump is doing all the work for you in maintaining a 60 PSI. Okay, so that's a very easy and um, straightforward way. Now, let's talk about the options that I'm using. I'm actually using both options in my case for my off-grid home. I have a water tank that is mounted on a um, very big hill behind my home, okay? So I am now creating, I'm using gravity to create natural water pressure at my home. But in order to make sure that I always have more than enough water pressure and the flow of water coming from my water tank to my home, I also utilize a on-demand 60 PSI water pump. So this is how I'm able to work with my house. Now I could easily not have the water pump, I mean the water tank on top of the hill and the pump would work fine. But the way I look at it is I want to help the water pump out. The more I can help the water pump out, the longer the water pump will last because it's not straining. It's not trying to, it's not pulling a whole lot of water and trying to force it up, right? Because I already have all that back pressure now assisting it when it turns on. So that's the I'm incorporating those two techniques on my house and it works very well. Okay, very well. Now there is another option that, I, that I'm not utilizing, but you could if you wanted to, which basically works off a water pump and a pressure tank. Okay. 
and they work basically together. The pressure tank is exactly what it sounds like. The pressure tank holds the pressure and pushes against the water to create water pressure in your home. There's lots of different brands and designs out there, so definitely look at your options. Um, those are the three main ways to create water pressure in your home. Now, any one of these three options will work for you, but do be aware if you're only going to rely on gravity and no other pumps, you will have to mount your water tank very high, very high in elevation. Remember, the higher you go, the more water pressure you'll get on the lower end. So think about it in those terms. So I hope that helps a lot of people out. And I wish you the best of luck in your endeavors. Stay tuned for the next episode of my podcast, guys. Go listen, download, and subscribe to the Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast. Available today on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. Modern Off-Grid DIY. Inspiring others to think outside the box. Support the podcast today. It's also available on anchor.fm slash free your mind. And there's already a ton of episodes for you to binge listen to and learn how to live off the grid in these modern times and do it yourself. Once again, it's titled Modern Off-Grid DIY. It's also available on Podbean, Stitcher, Breaker.audio, and Overcast.fm. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on new releases, Modern Off-Grid DIY. Go listen, download, and subscribe today.